recorded live from a cheese store off of Interstate 9094. Mmm, that smells Gouda. It's the Photo Happy Hour Podcast. Hey, and welcome, everybody. I'm your Photo Happy Hour bartender, Michael Mowbray. Today, I'm serving up a banana daiquiri of photographic BS. I'm joined by my fellow bartenders, Dan Freevault and Carl Keeler. Hey, what are you guys serving up? Not bananas. <laughs> That's or bananas. BS. That's bananas. Yes. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> oh, my. Oh. Hello. We can start it early today. We I guess. Early. Yes, yes. Well, Flashback to the 90s, Gwen Stefani. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, it looks like it was raining at your place. Your shirt looks like it was getting rained on. You know, this shirt does. I just, I kind of haven't worn this in forever. And I just kind of grabbed it out of the uh, shirt drawer. I'm like, <laughs> the shirt rotation. The shirt, the shirt rotation. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been out of rotation for a long time. But yeah. You know, <laughs> I was thinking about just that thing lately. I've been, I've been noticing, I've been wearing the same shirts, you know, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and it just keeps rotating. And I thought, you know, we're going to have to take everything out of my closet, just like throw it up in the air, pull it back up and put it back in a different order. Because otherwise, I'm never going to wear that other stuff, you know, because it's not on top. Oh, see, I thought you were saying like what I've been doing here in COVID. I've just been wearing the same shirt. Just shirt. the same shirt every day of the every week. Day. Yes. That's what I thought he was going Well, there's that. There's that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Am I seeing anybody today? No. No. <laughs> no. No. Oh, man. So what are you guys drinking? What did what, what, you pour yourself? Well, we're going to have to take a break soon because we've been talking for like 10 minutes and my yeah. drink's almost gone. I got that. You know, Dang, my mojito man, you, again. Oh, yeah. The mojito. You know, I'm I finally... Thirsty. I finally made a Dan Freevault style mojito for us over the uh, over the weekend, and as hot as it was, that was refreshing. Uh, it's a good refreshing summer drink. It it's is tough to tough to beat. Yes. it is. Yeah, and I'm just back on rum again. I'm sorry. I'm no. <laughs> what the hell am I drinking now? <laughs> I'm drinking whiskey again. I think the wrong week to quit <laughs> sniffing glue. I was thinking rum. This, my brother kind of drank a lot of rum this weekend, and he was telling, just tell me about it. But no, I, I'm back to the whiskey again. But I'm doing it without ice today because the glass wasn't big enough. <laughs> I'm doing mine without ice. You see what I got in there? Oh, yeah. You I the, see that. The granite or whatever. I got the right? granite. So uh, that way it doesn't uh, ice down my uh, scotch, but it cools. You know, when it gets above 90 degrees, I, I, I will, you know, bend the rules a little bit and put a little coolness in my scotch. So is that just a rock you put in there? You freeze yeah. the rock and put it in there? Yeah, it's just, no, it's just a piece of granite. Well, I got tons of that around here, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, huh. my kids know me. The last couple of Father's Day, they yeah. got me one, they got me these tumblers. And then another one, they got me these granite rocks. So I think they recognize, A, that I like to drink scotch, and B, that I might have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but they're supporting it. Yay. Well, that's nice of them. Go, yeah, kids. go pick up some stones this afternoon and go put them in the freezer. Oh, yeah. It works, <laughs> out. it works great. Yeah, if you got granite there, it works great. Oh, I got tons of it. It's everywhere. So if you guys are joining us for the first time, um, we are three professional photographers who have been around for a fair amount of time and know a few things. And the purpose of this uh, podcast is we get together and we drink, I was going to say a little bit or a lot, and uh, we talk about things that are photography related. And each week we try to have a topic, although we go off tangent. And this week's topic is 
What the hell is this week's topic? Oh, websites. Websites. (laughs) (laughs) So websites, we all have them. We all love them. I have many. I have many. I I keep them on the web. I keep them on the interwebs. (laughs) On the line. On the line. They're They're all on the line. line. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, I just finished. um, I was just telling Carl this offline here, Dan, that I just finished my total revamp of my main portrait site. And I'm trying to get the flip. The switch flipped on it to turn it on tomorrow, hopefully. Yay. Flip the switch. Switch the flip. Flip the switch. Yeah. And the URL, guys, is beautifulportraits.com. You guys know that. But yeah. for people listening, that's how long it's been around. I actually got beautifulportraits.com. That's from the 90s. Wow. Was, I, think I, I think I registered for that on Alta Vista. That's our second Alta Vista <laughs> reference in the last two weeks. We should oh, ring wow. a bell. Sure. Yeah, ring. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Yep. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what some of the other ones were. Nostalgia. Dog Pile was one of them, I think. Dog? Oh, man. Yeah. We need an Alta Nova reference. Like, life is such a fantasy. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, yes. I had that on vinyl. Yes. (laughs) Back when I was a DJ. Yeah. I can believe that. Yeah. He's a bartender. He's a DJ. I mean, come on. (laughs) I mean, I I ran the gamut of weddings. Like, I was a DJ, as a bartender, a photographer, uh, you know. I just, I didn't make do the chicken. All. Like, that's probably the only thing I had to do. You did? That was my, <laughs> my first job. I worked in a banquet hall. So I was there the guy who fried the chicken for oh, 500 wow. people. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And then clean like, all that crap up. <laughs> if I sell dresses and flowers, I, yeah, I pretty much have a one-stop shop. Like you did my third job. Touch shop. Tuxes. <laughs> yep. So we could totally like get into the wedding venue and not even have to take pictures of it. (laughs) That's called vertical integration. We could do everything. Yes. Yes. But But my problem. Yeah. For for the most part, I've always done things a difficult way though. Like now being a DJ, it's like, oh, you set up your laptop and you have all these, all this music and someone has requests. Oh, I'll just download that. Yeah, you know, I yep. remember, you know, right having now. to buy like the tape and skip to the song and the tape was 20 bucks. And if it was a one hit wonder band, you're like, oh, yeah. here we go. Right. Oh, or or like when I was DJing, it was all turntables. And one of the turntables, because we would take all these boxes of, of albums, one of the turntables decided that 33 and the third wasn't going to work. It was only going to work on 45. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and oh, I had like, nice. luckily we had like eight 45s in the box. So oh, you, you play an yeah. album cut, you play one of the 845s, you go back yeah. and forth, oh, and then you take a break and then replay the 45s again. <laughs> but at wow. least you could skip to the song with, yeah, we, yeah, we had 40, 45s and 12 inch finals and milk crates full. You'd haul them all in. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, yeah. and, oh, the good so old what? Days. So websites, uh, websites, <laughs> websites. No, yeah. Yeah. Technology. So I'll talk about DJing. Yeah. No, no, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you build your first website in? Here's a, here's a trivia question. Oh, oh you know, I, I, don't even I will not mention the name because because they were kind of blackballed in the photography industry, and I think they're out of business now. But a lot of people yeah. were were it was a template driven and sure. mm-hmm. website company, but they had zero customer service, which is why Photobiz rocks because their customer oh, right. service right. is fantastic. But yeah, a lot of people switched from that other company to to once photobiz came along with great customer service like a lot of people jump ship so mm-hmm. yeah, Actually, my I, was first with, one, I was with somebody different than that even it was get this somebody that was a vendor 
It came to our trade show at Wisconsin, WPPA, um, talking about their websites and how easy it was going to be because they would do it. They would have it there for you to. It was like a template place, and it wasn't the other people. Um, <laughs> but I still couldn't figure the stupid stuff out. It was. It would have been easier writing code for it, I think. Nope. But um, <laughs> yeah, Michael. Yeah, that's what so, I did. Yeah, and we ran it into we. It, it stayed for a little while, but then when PhotoBiz came along, it was a very, very easy <laughs> switch to make, to say the least. So yeah, I did my my first site in ninety seven, nineteen ninety seven, in front page. Wow! I, no, I was no, no, wasn't even front page. What was the um, what front was the page. Microsoft product that was like the cheap consumer oh. grade uh, designing thing? page designer or something like that i gotta think it wasn't front page it was that's what i did the site in and then i graduated i upgraded to front page wow <laughs> i do remember front page and i remember apple yeah. had like a apple like a template thing kind of yep. like a I, like a i like a iMovie for web pages like i right. web or something like that right i can't think of what it was called but yeah i actually yeah. bought the software and then said this is silly <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> in comparison, then that's when PhotoBiz came along. I've been with PhotoBiz a long time because of that. Well, you know, I, yeah, and I almost I almost paid someone. I don't know, it was like five or eight grand to do a website because there wasn't a lot of options back no, then either. Right. No, uh, until the templates businesses started to evolve, you know. Yeah, and I went template. I just finally changed to PhotoBiz. That's what my new revamp is going to be. But um, I've been using a, a company called Creative Motion Design for probably at least 10 years, maybe longer. They were one of the early good template companies. And they had good customer service, but they just haven't, in my opinion, kept up with what's going on. But, yeah, I've got – now I'm going photo biz. I've got a couple sites built in WordPress. I've got um, I've got the Molite store that's built in Zencart that I hand-coded. That was fun. <laughs> so besides template driven and design wise what do you guys feel like kind of the number one or the top few things that a website the importance of it or the mobile yeah 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 it's gotta yeah. be mobile it's gotta be mobile and it seems like it, it, websites have gone through so many iterations throughout the years it used to be you wanted to have a really deep complex navigation you know or you had maybe six to ten main categories and they'd have all the sub pages underneath that and people would roll over and scroll down and all people just want people are so used to being on their phones and just scrolling with their thumbs so you're seeing a lot more of these shallow what i would call a shallow site that you know and it's just you just scroll it's everything's on the first page you scroll 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 basically a scrolling site yeah, and bigger because I noticed, and that's something I want to change my mind too. Um, nobody looks at like the like the the three hash marks anymore, <laughs> right. or the you know the the sub menus. Um, it's too small. I mean, we're getting older, and it's hard to see. And um, by having the scrolling sites, you can see things bigger. And if you see an image of, of a kid, and you're like, oh, let's click on it. But it's something big you can click on, so you can go to the children photography or a senior that's bigger. You can look at the senior stuff and um, it just, I think is going to make it more user-friendly because everybody's on their phone. Hardly anybody looks on the computer anymore. 
it's kind of crazy stats on that. Well, I, I think uh, shopping stats on my Molite page, it was 60, I think 63% of the people shopping there are mobile. Wow. So, I mean, and that's shopping. I mean, just in regular websites, I got to imagine it's going to be higher. And and that's a great point. Like install, you know, Google Ana- Analytics and, you know, take mm-hmm. a look at what pages are people are visiting and bouncing out of and where they're coming from. If they're coming from Facebook or social media or Pinterest or, you know, if they're on mobile or not. And yeah, make sure your site is, is mobile friendly. I've still I've gone to a few sites even. And they still are using Flash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh. You know, which isn't mobile f- friendly. And some of them have enter the Flash site or enter the HTML. Well, that needs to be updated, you know, because right. it's just not going to, you know, work. And, and the other thing I just wrote down here is before I forget, too, is put your state. I know we've <laughs> mentioned this before. Yes. Your location. Yes. Even if you want to do destination stuff, still, please. List where you're located. <laughs> right. It's a pet peeve of mine, you know. State at minimum, ideally your town, you know, because if you're if you live in Texas, every even though everything's just down the road a piece, it still could be, you know, <laughs> Eight ten hours, hours away. You know, yeah. whether yeah. it's in you know Odessa or in uh Brownsville, you know. I'll just grab two random yeah, or in our case, um Abilene and Waco. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that the two? Yeah. Lubbock. Was it, was Lubbock. it Lubbock? Well, no, Lubbock is that was a different time. We went down to Lubbock. Oh yeah, where's Stidham from? Um Abilene, wasn't it? Is it no, Abilene? Not Abilene. Oh, isn't that where we Ar- went to in the desert? Is it Arlington? No, no Arlington is right by Dallas. That's Dallas. That's a long way away. Molite may be best known as America's top-rated Godox retailer, but did you know that most of our light modifiers are made exclusively for Molite? Well, at last count, we have 20 different custom Molite brand light modifiers in stock. Our popular Snap line of softboxes are designed to set up and take down quickly while providing beautiful color-consistent light when in use. Our unique exo-focusing parabolics give pro photographers the critical control they need for commercial and fashion shoots. Our 22-inch silver beauty dish includes a grid, a sock, and a padded shoulder bag. And we deliver all of that at a price that's really hard to beat. Plus, everything must pass my own personal testing, and I test everything. And I have to admit, I'm pretty picky about my lighting tools. So if it passes my test, then it could become a Molite branded product. High quality, color consistent modifiers that meet my exacting specifications. Choose a Molite brand softbox or other light modifier as your next lighting tool. It might become your favorite tool. Stay tuned for our next podcast episode <laughs> where we talk about places in Texas. In Texas. Geogra- <laughs> geographical locations in Texas that we have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> you know I've what? been okay. to Texas before. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. 
math <laughs> makes us try to have to drink. If we do geography anymore, we got to drink too because <laughs> I can keep it out of hand really fast. I don't know. I'm getting a little low here. And, I, I, uh, see we're only like, I see more of your, We're only like 15 minutes into this thing. so <laughs> I see more of your granite there than... Yeah, well, I'm sorry, my granite's showing. <laughs> well, so back, anyway, to back to websites. <laughs> yeah. I just check mine. I know that because actually, you know, speaking of uh, customer service, and that's something I know that we're all pretty pleased about with where we're at with PhotoBiz. I know we're all there or have a site there, but um, it, it, I changed over, got rid of Flash. What was it? Like two years ago, a year and a half ago, I guess. Um, to make it more user friendly for for the mobile stuff, but it wasn't me that brought it up. It was them that brought it up to me. So I mean, it was that's beyond customer service when they're like, "Contact, hey, let's go. Um, you got to update this a little bit here, so you're you know with the times." Um, other companies wouldn't do that, and so no. I think that was a pretty cool thing that happened in my in my business anyway. So, um, well, and you can call them huge. too. You know, I, I called them today because. Um, you know, I needed to, uh, I need to go live and I need to know what their protocol was to, to go live with the site, uh, what name servers to point to and all that kind of stuff. So I knew I could just pick up the phone and call them and somebody would actually answer and they'd be actually really nice. So those guys, they're based out of North Carolina, North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so, I mean, great customer service and they are not sponsoring this yet no um, <laughs> but, but you know, talk. <laughs> yeah that's that's one of the main reasons why i switched there is i liked what the product was but you guys have had great experience jen mm -hmm. lewis i know is a huge fan of them she's right just the about from them just about everybody i know has their website through them so it's like you know i like being different but in some ways i like being the like everybody else especially all the cool kids so now mm -hmm. i can be i can get the t-shirt and be like the cool kids yeah i got a t-shirt and and the, the other thing, besides, like you said, being like everyone else, even though it's a template company, they you can customize it so much that like we could all three have the same template, It'd but be it's, it can yeah. look completely different. So yeah. that's what's nice too, because uh, yeah, sometimes you get a template and then someone else is like, oh, that looks cool. So they get the same template. They could be in the same area and it could look exactly the same. There's not much you can do about it. Uh, that's what I like about PhotoBiz. And if you get bored with it, you just be like, click. I like this one. And it completely kind of changes. It still has some of the same functionality, but it has almost a, a new look with a click of a button. I actually had that happen. I had uh, when I changed the creative motion design way back when for my senior site, within six months, I had another area photographer with the exact same template. <laughs> I'm like, that's back when I used to care about com competition. I'd go check them out. I don't, I don't do that anymore. And if you do that, stop doing it because you'll, you'll stop making <laughs> yourself crazy. Uh, but, but then I saw, I was like, oh man. So I went and I had to change my template up because I didn't, you know, I didn't feel like calling him and saying, Hey dude, that's my website. Don't use my website. And I just freshened mine up, but pain in the butt back then. Now click a button. It's easy. You can hire cool a guy stuff. though and take him out at the ankles though, right? Like pull Nancy Kerrigan on him. Oh yeah, I well, know somebody. I know off, a guy. I know someone. I know Offline, I'll tell you who it was, and uh, you guys would probably would have done the job for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not in a week. Yes. Venture, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Madison so, area senior photographer. So <laughs> back to websites. So I mean, because there's so much that's involved in it, and one we already hit on that. You want to make sure that it's mobile friendly. Um, 
but the other thing that I wanted to make sure, which I thought this and years ago is when I did this, um, is I wanted it to be integrated with e-commerce because I wanted people to be able to purchase their sessions online um, and then call me to, you know, to schedule the date. But uh, but all the transactions for the sessions were done right there. And then I went further and we can integrate through the, the site uh, all my sports and volume stuff as well. So it worked out really, really well uh, to be able to have all my customers um, or clients, whatever, going onto my website. So they had to go through my website to get to the e-commerce part to see their kids' dance pictures or the Little League or soccer or whatever it was that I was photographing. So um, it's a really, really nice added benefit to be able to integrate e-commerce with our normal websites on PhotoBiz as well. Well, you know, once you got them there, let them do all their business there. You know, it just makes yeah. sense. I went to online booking, God, many, many years ago, and the vast, vast majority of all my bookings come through online. Just make it easy. Make it easy to, for people to spend money with you, right? Right? Yes, but, you know, you've, you've yeah. said that. And so I, I started the online booking thing, and it... And no one uses it. I've had it for a couple of years, you know, and then I had one person do it this year and they were confused by it. So I'm just like, OK, no, you just you know. did it wrong then. I, I guess so. I'm doing something <laughs> no, wrong. And it might not be right for you. You know, it works for yeah. me. Yeah. See, now and, what I do, though, is I, I push them that to that. I, I, you know, if somebody calls and asks about it, I'm like, yep, this is how we do it. You just go onto my website to pay. But that way, when they're there, they see other things. They're like, oh, geez, you do family stuff, too. Um, perfect. You know, and we're, Oh, you do commercial stuff too. I, I had no idea. We have our own business. Perfect. Um, so, I mean, you're, you're putting eyes, you're getting their eyes. Now I don't let them schedule. <laughs> they can only pay there. And then there's, and then it directs them. You need to call to make an appointment because I want to control my life. I'm not going to let somebody just schedule whenever they want, when it's the wrong time for what they're looking for. Um, and when I, I want it, free from my schedule. So, um, you got to pick and choose, pick and choose the battles, win the war. <laughs> right, right, right. And I, and I switched over this year doing in-person consultations before the session, which has been working out even better than I could imagine because one of my unique selling points is that I have a studio, you know, and yeah. that, you know, everyone is in this digital age and thinking digital. And so we started getting more questions like, well, do you just sell, you know, how much for the digital files, how much for the digital files? And we kind of cover this in another topic, like answering questions, you know, what, what the questions you get a lot. And so I was explaining everything and sending my pricing out. And uh, a lot of my business is word of mouth. So a lot of people were kind of pre-qualified and that wasn't a big deal. But now I'm still, because I'm getting more internet leads, also because I did pay for PhotoBiz to bump my SEO. So they're more cold traffic leads that may not know me as much, but they see the website and see it and like, hey, I like what I see. So then it's how do you justify the price? So it's like come to the studio and you can see the albums and see the, the wall portraits and like, hey, this this guy's legit, you know, <laughs> right. and, and it helps justify the price. And that, you know, it adds a tangible thing that goes with it. And, and another thing I've meant to do, which I didn't do with 
with the COVID, I'm like, you know, how many like raise your hand? Are you everyone out there if you're listening or driving? Like, raise your hand if you like. All right, I have all this time. I'm gonna get a hundred things accomplished that I, you know, always put off, right? And you maybe got two things, maybe ten things accomplished, you know. So if I'm even. with you. But what I wanted to get accomplished was putting <laughs> like photos of wall portraits on that are that I took from people's walls and albums and so instead of just showing pretty pictures pictures you're showing printed product so when they go to your site like Carl said yeah oh you do commercial you do this you do that when they go to the site they see printed product and albums and be like oh even if it's subconsciously it says this person isn't just gonna give me a disc of images so it reinforces it even subliminally, when you say that, like, well, I'm a for full ser- service studio. I want to provide printed products for their lifelong legacy and heirloom portraits, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> and at no point do you talk about, oh, all these digital images I'm going to give you. <laughs> yes. Right, right. It's like, well, that's further down the line and that's, we'll get to that and that's an option. But really, and this is what sale. I want to yeah, and they're for I'm sale. Not yeah. giving them to you. Not, in, not, not included cheap. in the session price. Yeah. <laughs> they're not cheap. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that's actually, uh, well, backtracking a little bit. Yeah, my two main things I was going to do with the COVID shutdown, well, there were like three or four, but the two main things were I was, I'm going to make sure I'm going to have all my taxes ready on time for the corporation <laughs> and personal. Well, then they pushed back the tax deadline and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so guess who called his accountant last week? Oh, this no. guy <laughs> yeah wow. guess who found out his accountant had a heart attack last oh. week this guy <laughs> oh he's he's Ouch. fine he's doing okay oh good good but yeah so wow. we're filing an extension and the other thing <laughs> yeah. other thing was i was finally finally going to totally revamp my website so guess what i've been working on the last two days website now that things are busy again website <laughs> website yeah yep. this is about right yep. yeah <laughs> and price guide <laughs> Senior price, price guide. Yeah, yeah. Working on that too. Well, well, part of my big plan. So this is my excuse is that I was going to record videos as well. Like not just like photos of albums. I wanted to show videos and talk about it and have more of a interaction. So that didn't happen because of COVID being shut down. And then I could, I guess, taken pictures. Well, then the other thing is like, I want new samples, right? I don't want to do pictures of these old samples. So then Oh, I'll, then I have to lay design albums out and do all this stuff. And yeah, that just kept getting pushed it to the back burner. So, <laughs> and here we are. It's July. And here we are. <laughs> and you know, then these guys, they said, let's start a podcast and, yeah. you know, drink <laughs> while we fun. do it. So, yeah, this will be fun. They say, yeah. it won't take up any time. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then after this, you know, your, your, your evening shot after doing this, it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just going to go grill some steaks after this. I'm going to go, like, eat and then fall asleep on the couch. Yeah. So that's going to be it. Although it's, I'm going to find some rocks. It's like, do, so I can put them in the freezer. I'm, I'm, I'm down in my, in my presentation room and, but so I don't have any windows in this room, but looking into other rooms, it got really dark here. So I'm <laughs> kind of thinking maybe we got a storm blowing in. I might be, might not be grilling steaks tonight. We were supposed to today. Oh, Die yes. out on us. There's a storm coming this way. Yep, you're. you're Tell it to come up here. We need more rain for the clover I planted. Oh heck yeah! Oh yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah, we, yep. we got like a big old, Holy big old storm moly. coming in. 
Well, at least I it's guess. not. At least it's not really hot and humid to fuel that storm. Oh wait, yeah, <laughs> yeah. not at all. Not Good at all. gosh, did you guys see the the uh, photo I sent to the the group the other day? But uh, I took the thermometer out on the deck. It was a hundred. It was over one hundred twenty. It stopped. I mean, I topped out the thermometer. But between the <laughs> so the just the heat and then the sun bouncing off our house. Oh yeah, it was one hundred twenty degrees. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, well, I have a. I did a consultation last night with a senior that I'm photographing on Thursday, and it's supposed to be the heat index is supposed to be a hundred here. And Jeez. so I'm like, I started off with like, well, maybe we want to find a different date. And she's like, well, I didn't really want to go outside that much anyway, so we're just going to do all studio. And I'm like, boom, three hours in the studio. Ew. Okay. <laughs> yeah, full of that. Which you know can be, it can happen, but. You know, it's pivoting. Another pivot. Everything's Another a pivot. pivot. Everything's pivot. a pivot now. <laughs> Thanks, Worthy 2020. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she'll probably be like one of these really fast changers. You know, it's not oh. like when you're on location and they're like, what are you doing? Like, we're running mm-hmm. out of daylight. <laughs> you know? I, I told her to bring a lot of outfits and don't be like those guys who bring one shirt. And it's not a yeah. good shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <Metallica>. <laughs> that, that is the beauty of shooting indoor is that you know, you, you're not wasting time going from place to place and all that, but that's also the downfall. It's like, Oh shoot, three hours, you know, (laughs) it's less of an adventure then, you know, well, we'll be in the air conditioning though too. So we're not going to be dying. That's a good point. uh, Yeah. I I still think, I think 2020 is going to become like a, a a coin, a new phrase for that crazy. It's like, Oh, you see that girl over there? She's so 2020. (laughs) <laughs> crazy <laughs> crazy or wacky or psycho psycho <laughs> she's so 2020 she's that, so, that is good <laughs> it goes both ways though. i mean he could be 2020 as well i'm just saying but, that's true <laughs> but usually so what were we talking about websites websites, websites. websites. Well, yeah. okay so yes, here's yes. here riddle riddle me this batman all right why can't i just have a facebook page oh well, that's a great question that's a great question. I'll answer that with something I was going to bring up today. The last two seniors I, I, I just worked with here. Wait, you prepared I, for this? I, I did because <laughs> by accident. By accident. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last two girls that came through here uh, and talking to them, I, I thought, I'm looking for somebody to hire to do, to do social media stuff. I, w- I want a high school senior. Like we, You've talked about this before in our podcast. But I thought, okay, I want somebody that's been in here recently and so i i asked both, both the girls neither of them are on social media at all hmm? up here and i'm like yeah good gosh it's so a more and more kids everybody i'm talking to i mean the majority of the kids i'm talking to that i even want to i would want to hire in personality wise they're not even on social media at all yeah so that's why you need a website not just on facebook because it's going to last the test of time compared to the social media changes. Yeah, my my son graduated last year. Zero. He has zero social media accounts. Zero. My daughter, who's 24, does a little bit of Instagram, and that's it. But so that's a big reason why. And the other reason, Dan, I think you're probably going to hit it. I don't want to steal your thunder, but I'll let you roll with it. I'm just going to bring it up. Is who owns your data when you're on social media? <laughs> Facebook right. does. Facebook owns it, and what if Facebook disappears one day? You right. Know? 
and all that disappears, you know, and, and what about people finding you, you know, Google, at least you have Google analytics. And I know, I don't think Google, what was the Google Facebook thing that was going for a while? Google pages or oh, Google oh, plus, oh, Google oh, plus yeah, yeah, which yeah, was no, yeah. epic, which failure. Yeah. Which the only people on Google plus were employees of Google that were forced to have a Google <laughs> plus page um, and Scott Detweiler. <laughs> oh, that's, that, that's actually really funny. Yeah, he, he, he loved it's Google. It's funny Plus. because it's true. He but but he did teach me something. So uh, what I was doing is I was automatically posting things to Google Plus. I never went there. But the beauty of that is it gave you search engine power uh, by posting images to your Google Plus page. When you um, post into Facebook, it gives you zero SEO. Right. Google power. Um, but yeah, I mean, what happens if that goes, if it goes down, you, you know, like you said, Facebook owns that and, and there's no way for people to find you. And if less and less are on Facebook and yeah, exactly. And, and, co and there's copyright issues going on too, because somebody, uh, uh, and I'm just kind of paraphrasing this cause I can't remember the exact details, but somebody had a company that, stole one of their images off of one of their social media platforms, mm -hmm. <clears throat> used it for an ad campaign, and they really had no um, no recourse to go after this company because technically when, you, uh, when you're on Instagram and you post something to Instagram, you're assigning your rights over to Instagram for that photo. So it's really, really hard to go after somebody from a copyright issue. On the other side, if you only posted this to your website and also have it registered with the Copyright and Patent Office, you have all kinds of uh, recourse that you can go after somebody. So think of that, too, when you're posting stuff to your social media. Is it something that you're willing to let go of and let everybody have out there and it's, you know, it's worth it to you? Or is this, uh, is this something you maybe want to hang on to and don't want to see showing up in a, I don't know, a diaper ad? <laughs> or, or or a ma male enhancement ad. You <laughs> enhancement ad. Speaking of which, uh, oh god, oh god, <laughs> this kind yes, of Dan? I'll, I'll I'll segue here um, into. Do you have a different website? This question comes up a lot mm. for different niches or niches of Product your lines. business so if you do boudoir photography this is my segue if you're not going to get this mm -hmm. <laughs> if you do boudoir photography and high school senior photography it may not be a good idea to have those you know you may even want to branch out and have a different name for that uh you know but how about like carl said like commercial and family and stuff this question comes up a lot so kind of what are your thoughts on the more generalized stuff Exactly. I, I actually split. I split my senior from my regular site years ago and had a separate dedicated site because seniors want to, you know, feel like they're the only people in the world and they're the only customers and they don't want to, they don't care about babies and families and weddings and all that kind of stuff. So I did split that off and I'm actually bringing it back around because I'm seeing far fewer seniors that are doing the search than maybe. Yep seven years ago and it's the parents so yeah. i do i did bring everything back underneath the main beautiful portraits umbrella otherwise i had a i had a subdomain created that was senior.beautifulportraits.com which i still am going to keep and i'm just going to point it to that particular page on my current site but yeah you make a great point anything 
that doesn't mix well, um, like oil and water or boudoir and seniors. Um, you know, could you have a could you have boudoir and maternity? Sure. You know, um, but it might be weird to do boudoir and family, or I don't know. Uh, pet photography, maybe pet and, pets and family, but pets and seniors would be a little strange. How about pet, how about pet boudoir? Well, we you know, that's, that before, that's, I've, I've, I've already, I've actually uh, copyrighted that. <laughs> pet boudoir. That's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. paint me like one of your French poodles. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a reference. Oh, that's right. Portrait's so good he'll lick himself. <laughs> oh, Jeez. Because you okay, can. we might edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, maybe not. So yeah, I, I, I can see it might stay. It's probably gonna <laughs> stay. Um I could definitely see, I mean, I, I for sure boudoir and seniors in you know different directions for sure and i i even think like weddings a different direction um but I, i'm with michael on this and saying that uh i think more parents now are looking online around their phones checking out the sites than the, you know, the kids the kids i mean and they are too but i think it's the parents now looking as well as the kids and i want them to see the family i want them to see the pets i want them to see that it's not just seniors that we do that that there's other things, other um, qualifications that we have that we can that we can record um, because everybody's different. And, you know, the, the more we can show, in my opinion, the more we can show that we can do for them, the more chances we have to sell product because we have nothing to sell as a product if I don't create images of them right. in some way, shape or form. If somebody doesn't pay us to pick up a camera, there's nothing we can sell them. There's nothing we can right. sell. So. And, I, and I specialize in seniors. I don't necessarily want to do any of the other stuff. That's different. Yeah. Right. And, and what's, but what, having said that, what's interesting is I still get a lot of people asking, Hey, do you photograph weddings? Do you do this? Do you do that? Cause they, they see the imagery and they see the, maybe the uh, creativeness. creativeness. And mm -hmm. then they're like, Hey, I want, I would love him to do, to photograph my wedding, for instance. Mm -hmm. And will you? No. <laughs> <laughs> See, one, one thing I hemmed and hawed about on my on my new site is that I do a fair amount of kind of like beauty work and not it's not boudoir, but I do some beauty work and like some creative work and and collaboration work. And I'm like, do I put that on there? Because it's like a whole different look from fashion. You know, yeah. And and more fashion. I like to call it fashion, but it's really more like fashion inspired. But, yeah. um, you know, is that going to create a uh, little visual? Huh? What's that? That's cool. But why, you know, why would you put that on there? I'm thinking about senior portraits and I decided, you know what? Screw it. That's where some of my most creative stuff is. And, mm -hmm. and actually, you know, Dan, I think you just do some of that on your site. And that's actually what made me think, yeah, maybe I need to put more of that on my website, more of the creative stuff on there so they can see what the scope could be. And not that this, you know, needs to be limited to senior portraits, but we could do something that's really creative and bring that into the senior portrait realm too. That you're capable of it. Capable. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and it, it just shows that you're different. You know, when I, when I started over the, I had all those crazy images and that's what I had to use for marketing. So 
um, I thought, well, people are going to think I'm crazy, but this is what I have. And when everyone looked at it, they're like, oh, I can see that you're creative and artistic. So it got them, got them to, to stop the scroll. You know, then it's like, oh, I do senior stuff or all my images were from like when I taught it after dark. So I was just doing a mentoring session and talking about this because the girl was asking about um, destination sessions. And I go, I kind of created the senior destination uh, idea because when I started over eight years ago, those are the only images I had. So it's like, hey, I could go to Vegas. I can go to Arizona. I can go all over and create this. And what it is, I never really booked a destination senior from that. But it, it showed that I was different and unique. And then people were like, okay, that's cool. But I'm just going to book you for a regular session. It's cool that you can do that. Right. <laughs> oh, like, right. Right. You know? So. Yeah, very much so. I mean, they, they, they're interested in you because of what you could do, but they don't necessarily pay you to do that. Right. It just makes you stand out. I don't, I, I never liked destination weddings as well as destination seniors. I, me personally, it's just, it's too much of a, it's not enjoyable for me. When I go on vacation, Unless I want to go on vacation. Go to Italy. <laughs> that's different. Even though that's different. That still yeah. is, yeah. it's, it's still stressful. I, it's it stressful. Trying yeah. to travel with everything in your equipment now. And you just don't, I mean, it's too many unknowns. I mean, you got to be able to roll with anything that happens and um, it's exciting, but it's also, <laughs> whew, it's not as know. glamorous as what it, what it oh, looks not like. At all. So, no, yeah, it's work. Not at all. Yeah. It's yeah. the it's one time I quoted a destination wedding in Maui and I really wanted to do it, but I quoted based on how long I was going to be out of the studio and out of the business. And I quoted them a per diem because they're going to have to get there early and pay for the extra hotel room and the meals and, and a rental car. And all. I quoted all that. And they were like, well, we're giving you a free vacation. It's like, this is not a vacation, dude. Vacation. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is going to be at least four days tied up with your wedding. And I might extend it and stay another three and have some, have a nice time. But, you know, that means four sevenths, there's math again, is Ooh, working right. for you. And you're going to pay for that part. I'll, I'll pick up the rest of it. But the four sevenths, you got to pay for in addition yeah. to the regular wedding photography. No, that's a great point. And I'm not knocking anyone who does it. Um, knock yourself out, do whatever you want to do. But I want to just stress with everything that you do as you look at dollar per hour, you know, like, like, for instance, I can talk large averages, large averages, or people can talk large averages. But if you're only doing 10 sessions at that lar large average, well, how does that work out? Or if you're doing right. 500 sessions at a, you know, like more of a volume work, you can make 10 times the money. So don't always look at when people talk average sale, you know, is that, you know, what's the dollar per hour? And, and that's why I won't do a wedding because dollar per hour, I can make more with a senior and I enjoy seniors. So mm -hmm. that's a business decision that I made. Right. Yeah. And a great example of that I do a lot of volume headshots for like big companies. And the one I've had the longest contract for, I can go in and I can photograph a hundred employees in less than two hours. And they're only paying $30 a pop, but they're not going to be retouched. You know, they're just cropped and done. So in a little less than two hours, I, I can gross $3,000 and I have no product cost. I've got right. whatever my time cost was to get there and the, you know, the uh, uh, writing off, you know, some of the some of the equipment to be there. But yeah, so that's my highest dollar dollar per hour thing that I do is that. Yeah. Absolutely. Speaking of prices, 
And <laughs> segueing back into websites. No, okay. you, the big <laughs> question we here. About? Yeah, yeah, we were uh, originally. Uh, <laughs> a question always comes up. Do you put your price list on the website? Yeah, there's arguments for both. I prefer to put a range. As a matter of fact, I was writing, rewriting this again just before we got into the podcast. And it was, um, yeah, I, I rewrote my investment section. I have an investment section. And, you know, and one of the things I put in there is what can you expect to invest? And I give them a range. I give them a range that covers probably 80% of all my senior clients. And then I say the typical uh, senior client will pay X amount. So, you know, you've got the range that's like 900 to $3,000. And then the typical one will invest like 1800 So it gives them an idea of what range they play in and then where do most people end up falling. And I think that will help weed out some of those tire kickers that are thinking $300, um, which is not which is fine. That's what their budget is. They can find somebody for that, but it's not going to be me. But I don't like to get down into like nitty-gritty detail. Um, I, I like to do, if they want to do that, I want to do that in a consultation. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Yeah, I don't have. Well, first of all, I sell my pricing to photographers, which you can get at store.seniorsunlock.com. But <laughs> <laughs> pricing for profit. <laughs> I, I did buy that one. That's an awesome. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's one reason why I don't. But the main that's not really the main reason is is yes, I want to talk to them and start to sell the experience because that's what I'm doing. Um, and, and give a, you know, I don't even give, I'll give a range on the phone, but I'm not even doing that a lot because the range is so ginormous, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, without context, me, least, people get scared off. They yeah. get scared off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my session fees are fairly high, I think. Um, although I've heard other people say that they're not, so I don't know. I always feel like my session fee kind of pre-qualifies because if it's $550 to come in for a session that includes no portraits well I'm weeding out some of those that are just looking for a, a $350 or $200 shoot and burn session right so so that's kind of how I, I weed it out and I, I don't have any minimum orders or anything on there uh, you know, as well, because I want to talk to them about that and show the pricing. And when they see the pricing, they understand that this is not going to be a, um, a, a in and out for five hundred dollars, or not even for even like a thousand dollars. You know, because it's a because the session fee is five hundred to begin with. You know, kind of depending where they fall, the different types of sessions. So, so session fees you have on. I mean, I have session fees on there because they can purchase right. it right there on the website, but I don't have portrait prices um, or, or album prices or book prices or cubes or anything like that. I mean, it's just the product prices aren't there. Right, right. And so our friend Jan Lewis, what, what she does, and I kind of challenged her on this, where it says like, like a creation fee plus a print credit. I'm like, well, you will have a minimum order because you're saying, you know, at, at $2,900, you get a $2,900 print credit. So I said, so you're giving the session away for free, but she does well with it. And her point or her point of view on it is thought. that their thought on it is that when you say minimum order or minimum investment, that that wording is different than saying print credit. Like right. Print credit doesn't seem as 
like they're investing, you know, and like we always say too, like money spent is money forgotten, that old terminology. So um, I kind of challenge her at it because I'm like, well, you're giving away then $500 in a session fee, but then she knows up front before she even picks up her camera that they committed to a $3,000 order. So, right. and as long as you get that built into the back end, I think you're okay. Mm -hmm. You know, if you know that going in and then, you know, for the $2,900, people know they're getting something. Whereas the minimum order is like, well, I know I got to spend this, but I don't even know what I'm going to get. So I, I, it's splitting hairs, but I could kind of see the, I can see the thought process behind it. And you know what? And for everybody listening out there, we're giving you ideas on what works, what would work for us. And maybe what we've seen work for other people. You may have a methodology that works a lot better for you. So that doesn't mean switch to what we do. If it works for you, great. If it and then doesn't, tell us about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if it does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go, into, go to facebook.com slash groups slash photo podcast, photo happy hour, whatever. What do we call this thing? Photo happy hour? But yeah, you know, but if you're, if it's not working, you know, listen to some of these ideas and maybe there's something that will, that you can adapt and it'll fit you. And under the same understanding is we've all been doing this for a long time. So we can give you our suggestions and what other people are doing, but you need to kind of experiment. And it takes maybe a couple years for you to lock in. Like I always had a, I never had a minimum order. And then I started getting like a $2,000 average and I was booking and booking a couple months out. So I'm like, I need to put a minimum order on because I don't want to book a bunch of sessions and you'd every once in a while get someone that would come in and drop just $500. And you're like, oh, you know, I'd run out of sessions. So I'm like, okay, I need to pre-qualify. Well, I don't know if it was just timing or not. And I think we may have talked about this before, but I put a minimum order and I think it was like eight or $900 and the phone stopped ringing because I had yeah. that right on the website. It's like, what the heck? So I'm like, the phone was ringing, phone was ringing, and all of a sudden it stopped. So I took that off, phone started ringing again, I started booking. I'm like, well, my average was 200 or 2000 back then. I put just at least to, to save me a you know, $500 session and $800 order. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. But then just because all of a sudden that $800 seemed to be scaring people off. And sure. so when I, when I, when I went through the whole experience... They would drop 2000 no problem. Right. But up front, if you're telling people the same thing with, with my mentoring session today, the girl's like, you don't do contracts? I'm like, no, because I don't want to hand the contract over to someone and be like, you know, this is just me. Like, hey, you're committed to this. And she's like, well, what if they're not happy? I'm like, then I either do a reshoot and say, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I, you know, I'm sorry. You know, and it hasn't happened. Like, but if somebody comes to me and says, you need to spend this. I feel like I could lose people. Right. You know? Yeah. I've, not, I've never I been agree. a big fan of portrait contracts either. I always had them for weddings, but I've right. never, the only time I've had anything close to that is when I did a senior model team and that yes. just outlined what my expectations of my senior models would be. And some of it was just, you know, that, yeah, they do need to place an order at some point and no, they can't be a model for some other photographer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I agree that the only contracts I did have was with my senior model program because we are doing a lot of different sessions and I'm investing a lot of time in them so I can create images to use for marketing. But then on the back end, I don't want to get like stiffed, you know, either like, oh, I did all this stuff. That's different. I'm investing a lot of time. So that's got to pay out and that's all up front. So if they don't qualify for that, that's how I would weed out a lot of the models. Unfortunately, it had nothing to do with looks or popularity or anything. It's like, hey, if you're willing to 
go through this process with me, allow me to use these images and pay me this amount of money as we go. Actually, some of it, a lot of it was up front. Right. Then you're boom. Yeah. You're a model. Yeah, you're part- <laughs> and I didn't Yay. call them models after a while either. It's, you know. You're ambassadors or influencers yes. now is what it's called. All right. So I've, I've got a question, changing tact on you guys. Got a question for you. So if you build a website and it falls in the forest and nobody visits it, visits it, does it exist on Google? Well, not on Google, but probably Bing. It's probably <laughs> or, or Alta Vista. Alta Vista, yeah, baby. Yeah. Alta Vista, baby. <laughs> Wait, it'll Get be the chapa. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. We have to drink again, by the way. Yes. <clears> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much out, but I'm I think out, I'll, I'll suck out. some scotch off this piece of rock. I've been pacing myself. <laughs> So what I'm saying is you can, you know, we talked about website, you can build a website, but if you're not showing up in the search engines and you, you know, nobody's visiting your site and there's no, there aren't any links leading into your site from other places, how are people going to find you or will they find you? And that bridges us over to something we've talked about briefly is search engine optimization, otherwise known as SEO which some people like doing. I do not. Don't. <laughs> so you know what? I, they pay people. You can pay people to do that. I thought you were going to say take out a take out a, a half-page ad in the yellow pages oh. <laughs> so people can find you. <laughs> uh, yeah. I actually did that for a while back when we still were doing yellow pages. I made the ad smaller and just put the website in there because I didn't want people to call me. I just wanted them to go to the website, pre-qualify, and then they can call. And the phone number's yeah. on the website, so what's, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. your state, where you are. <laughs> See how we just kind of go in a yeah. circle here from the beginning? Yeah. Oh, yeah. all the time. <laughs> Tell it's people where time. you're located. Yeah. It's dizzying. <laughs> but SEO. SEO. And, and, and that also brings up another thing in uh, blogging, which I hate doing. Oh. But websites or Google likes to, they like to know that you're active. And that they're updating. So blogs really help. And having like even if it says like um, like Jocelyn, uh, Green Bay senior, blah, blah, blah. Or, or you use a certain words in your blog that are, are certain keywords that people are looking for. All those things help. So you have to get kind of creative with your wording, you know, as well. Uh, or hit landmarks or hit different um things that will show up in Google when people search for things. So yeah, blogging is huge with, along with websites. Great quote I saw the other day is somebody was complaining about blogs, which I hate, I hate doing blogs myself. I just don't find the time to do it. And, and my reasoning has been the same as what this other person says, like, well, nobody ever goes to my blog and nobody ever, ever reads it. And the response was Google does. And that's yeah. what you do the blog for. <laughs> Seriously. That's what you end up doing the blog for. If you can get, engagement with your target audience and their friends and family fantastic the number one reason to do a blog is google will read it and that's going to drive people to your site now are vlogs the same as blogs as far as google I mean, well if it's on google your or? if it's on your site and you're putting text along with it to describe what's in the vlog sure yeah hmm. you need you need the text along with it yeah, yeah. so okay. kind of back to our our youtube thing there's certain keywords mm-hmm. and stuff that you can put along with it uh which will help yeah and the hmm. more views will help um but 
Yeah. I mean, and, and I need this. That's one thing with, with paying, uh, photo biz to do my SEO. It's like, Oh, you need to kind of transfer my old blog over and, and, and keep up to, to it. And I haven't had time. So I'm looking at hiring someone, you know, to, to do that. And we'll throw another bone to Fundy as well. Cause they have that blog creator. So it's like, at least you mm-hmm. can put a bunch of images and so someone can't just steal an image either. It's like all in a block in a, right. in a collage, mm-hmm. right. which is slick and it's in its size to, to fit again, mobile friendly, all that kind of stuff. So uh, it's nice where you, know, you can put a bunch of images in and talk a little bit about Susie's session and how great it was and drop some keywords that will help your SEO juice. Well, I was going to just to re- reiterate, that's Fundy software that, Dan's talking about and something I used to use back in the day, back in the day, back in the early 2010s, um, it's called (laughs) blogs, blog stomp is what I did something that did something very similar, but yeah, you can buy Fundy now to be your album designer. It can be your price guide designer. It can be your IPS sales tool, magazine, magazine, uh, cards, your blogging stuff. There's so many things built into that. So, so wash that shirt that you wore for five days in a row and was standing <laughs> up in the corner. Exactly. I have It'll one of those that. too. Actually, I have two of those. From that. See what I did there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did see. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan, yeah. I know you took advantage of, of PhotoBiz, um, their SEO sale during the COVID thing. Are they still doing it? I thought I saw something the other day, so I think I need to go out and find out if it's still I know. I got to have yeah. a chat with them really fast because I need them to do that. I, I think they are because, again, with my mentoring session this morning, we were talking about it, and she was asking, because PhotoBiz also has this, like, $1,500. They'll, they'll set your site up for you. Mm. And I said, that's really easy. I go, I'd rather see you put that 1500 in the SEO because that's that's – going to bring your business even if you had one page that you put together with with a photo and some text like the seo is is i think more important you can always add and build a page so if it was me with 1500 bucks where would i spend it i'd I'd throw it into the seo well i mean i would i would spend 1500 a lot of other ways but if oh, I, gosh, if yeah. those were my two choices <laughs> so i so long story like short i think she looked it up when we were talking and i think it was still going on oh cool or mention my name and say damn it dan freeval said he could still get this for 50 percent off yeah. so give it damn to it me. dental <laughs> so remember how I, remember how i said it got really dark here yeah, I just looked at my phone because it just buzzed and it's like, oh, we got a severe thunderstorm warning right now. So, yeah. Ooh, I see. So, if you hear any like booms and stuff, it's pretty colorful over the top of you over there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of hearing it in the background. Yeah. <laughs> we should wrap it up really before fun. we lose everything. <laughs> yeah. I was just yeah. thinking the same thing. We're about, we're about <laughs> exactly. at that time anyway. So, do you guys have any, yeah. uh, any parting shots? I think this SEO thing was probably one of the best parting shots. Oh, absolutely. I have to go. Give them a call tomorrow. Well, no more parting shots. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna turn it over to our sponsor today, and we have Which a different is? sponsor every week. Today's episode has been brought to you by Polygamy Porter from Wasatch Brewery. <laughs> this Utah brewed porter probably has the best tagline in the business. Why just have one? That's Polygamy Porter from Wasatch Brewery. <laughs> 
<laughs> out of Utah. I love it. Yeah, yeah Utah. Utah. Oh, Isn't that like a dry state or something? I know, but it's well, also, no, you know, we're Mormons. Yeah. Polygamy, multiple wives. I don't know. <laughs> so it's like the, like the Tiger beautiful. King here. Yes. It drives you to drink, I guess. You can I have know. as many beers as you have wives. That's, I think, that what the state <laughs> law is. So oh, well, we just lost watching. all of our listeners in Utah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and the more yeah. you drink, the better they look. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, the so, better I look in you. so till next time. Cheers, cheers, to cheers, cheers. Last call. You've been listening to the Photo Happy Hour podcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to not miss a single action-packed episode. And join our Photo Happy Hour Facebook group where we'll post links to the stuff we all talk about. You can find my Molite gear online at www.gomolite.com. That's G-O-M-O-L-I-G-H-T.com. You can find the Facebook page under Molite Store, and I also run the Godox Flash Help Group on Facebook. You can find Dan's Senior Unlocked website at www.seniorsunlocked.com. That's seniors with an S at the end, unlocked.com and the Facebook group under Seniors Unlocked. And you can find Carl's Coaching Corner at www.ccphotocoach.com. ccphotocoach.com. Till next time, cheers to you. subscribe i can tell you i don't have money but what i do have are a very particular set of skills skills i have acquired over a very long career skills that make me a nightmare for people like you if you subscribe now that will be the end of it i will not look for you i will not pursue you but if you don't i will look for you i will find you and i will annoy you.